What's up, everyone? Welcome to the very first episode of the G Team podcast. We are the G Team. We are a group of young students who are looking to maximize our lives and to help you maximize your lives too, mainly through speaking gigs and content creation, which you can find on Instagram, LinkedIn. We have our website too. And of course, this podcast, which we hope that you will enjoy. My name is Peter. I'm one of your co-hosts. I am a marketer and a content creator at the G Team, and I'm joined by my co-host, me, the other co-host, Ulusomi Masaki, OJM. I'm the relations yes, manager, yes. manager yeah, so yeah, just communicating with everyone, making sure we're on the same page, but you're hearing me right now for the airwaves. Hey, um, let's go. Let's get crack-a-lacking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, today we are joined by two of our members at the G-Team. We have Ishika, a marketer at the G-Team, and of course, we have Garup Masing G himself, the big man himself, the guy behind all of this. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing good, thanks. But no, man, I'm doing good, thanks. I'm excited to be part of this podcast, man. I mean, it's great to see you guys actually even doing this, but super, super high. It's cool, it's a pleasure. What about you, Shka? I'm good. Um, I'm on the call to the side of sleep deprivation, so... <laughs> Positive side. What, you, what does that mean? Do you, do you want to elaborate on that? Um, it's just when you get to that point where, like, you're not tired, you know? Like, you're, speaking, oh, you're feeling you're energetic. And I mean, you, you go past it, you know? It's like, it's, I think it's called insomnia, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, that's one way of describing it. I hope, I hope. I please stay healthy, you know? So, so it's a big focus this year. So as long as you're getting through that, that's okay. But um, you guys are all in Loughborough, right? I study in Loughborough, but I'm back home for the weekend. Yeah, of course, of course. You've been, you've all been, all three of you have been in Loughborough for the past month now, pretty much, right? Mm. How's that been? How have you guys found the changes? Because obviously your return is this year. Seeing how it's been different. Yeah, has been, has been. <laughs> for me, it's, it's, I don't know, like, one part of uni that I've always really enjoyed is this social side of it, being able to speak yeah. to people like, of and having that taken away. And then Pia, man, we we were some people like late night library sessions, talking like all the time, like just doing stuff like constantly. And then going from that to like literally when I got into uni, I got in, I want to go pick up something from reception. She's like, you should be in isolation because someone in your box on COVID. So I literally got to Loughborough and they're just like, all right, okay. 14 days, don't say anyone, don't talk to anyone, don't go out, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And like, man, it's just, it's not what you want at all. Like, but, yeah, that's, it's tough. <laughs> yeah. It was quite a shock then moving back and like compared to obviously being in, I believe you're in university accommodation as well. Yeah. You feel like you've been a bit more restricted with the COVID stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because they're like forcing you to do certain stuff. And it's like, it's like everything that you do, every time you go out the house, everyone you speak to, it's just an additional risk and it's just got you like constantly on the skits, you know? Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, I can imagine the social life and social aspect of uni is going to be affected a lot. And if you just, someone actually if you wanted to talk about later on. So yeah, we'll touch on that because I'm sure you guys have got a lot to talk about or a lot of nothingness to talk about in terms of the lack of opportunities. But I suppose that's why we're here. But yeah, on top of, we just have some specific questions for you too. Obviously, trying to it's the G Team podcast. We're trying to find out more about our team. Um, so yeah, Ishika, you're returning into the final year this year, right? Finally. Yeah. yeah. How's that? How's that been for you? Um, it's like my work ethic in the first year was so good. It's <laughs> gone down like progressively, and I don't know. With especially with um, in, like coming straight after like covid like quarantine back to uni it's quite yeah. a big change because you're constantly at home and even now at uni as well you're kind of more restricted in the places you can travel so you're kind of confined to a couple of places to study and it's just trying to get your head around things and feel like final year is real like it is real but it doesn't <laughs> feel real and it should <laughs> you say it's going quite quickly as well that's one thing that i found i can't believe it's next week, week five. Wait, exactly. It feels oh, like that's crazy. You just started. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. 
so time flies, but it also doesn't fly, I suppose, in your your circumstances, just because it's very special, right? Yeah, I think it's all about perspective as well. So like, mm. when you're thinking about the future quite a lot, time does tend to go a bit slower. Mm. Mm. You're just waiting for things to happen. Mm. Right now, I don't know. I feel like everything's just happening like right in front of. <laughs> and we just gotta like get yeah. it done. Like you said, we're in final year. It doesn't awesome. feel real, but it's really like right in front of us. And time is just flying by. I feel like before I know it, we're gonna be graduating. Crazy stuff. Crazy uh, stuff. It's actually crazy. Like the, for third year, I think the biggest thing for me is just realizing how much there is to do. Like mm. it just doesn't stop. There's like you think like, oh yeah, the university like week one, it's kind of chill. Week two, they get you into the work. Probably week three, like you're in a kind of full flow. Now this year, it's literally week one, you're in full flow. Like they don't, they don't like <laughs> prepare you at all. They just like just get ready to go. And like coming out of isolation and quarantine and everything like that, like you wanted that time to like just kind of get to grips with everything get in the habit of stuff and just we didn't really have that this year and I think everyone's just been like shocked by how much stuff they've got to do yeah like even the intro lectures like usually it's like oh I can miss them like, <laughs> point. but this year it's like oh there's extra content that's going to be on the exam and from the first lecture wow okay nice yeah. <laughs> oh man that's a shame I mean sorry Shay, I suppose it is final year because well I suppose I have another year until all that happens is why I'm asking you guys for advice right now, bro. That sounds rough, you know. I can't, I can't know, but I suppose uh, it's got to be done. It's fun to be fair. I do like my course, so I can't even complain. But yeah. relentless. I wouldn't even lie. <laughs> it doesn't stop. Like, you think you'll get on top, but nah. Every day. <laughs> so, so are you guys still doing, like, group tasks this year? Yeah. Group coursework. Me and Olu literally have a group coursework together. We're on a call this morning. Um, okay. Doing it and like, and like everything, like even if it's not a big task, like we realized today, it's not actually that much that we've got to do. Everything yeah. seems huge. And it's just about like, just do it, just do it, just make the time and do it. Because if you don't, then it's like, you just like, sh- like, like I said, it's just everything just seems like it's coming at once. And yeah. It's- yeah. I think that's a really key point. It's just like a lot of the time, the most difficult start like sorry the most difficult part of any project is going to be the start of it like once you get the ball rolling once you like break it down like okay this is actually what we need to do it's calm but i think you can agree for us we just got thrown loads of information loads and loads and loads it was crazy and we just didn't know where to start but i think like the main thing we could take away from it after that meeting we thought we could get it done in like a couple of days yeah it's literally just about breaking it down and making it start, really. Sounds like engineering to me. <laughs> Probably still <laughs> no, that's fair play. It sounds like you guys are on top of it oh, so much, or at least you will be eventually. But I suppose on to some specific G team questions, obviously. I, I want to know myself. It's like I'm in the G team, but I don't know myself like what the idea was behind all of this, how you the process that UG went through to get to where you are now. So obviously you've done very well. Um, and yeah, I don't want to know more. So how did the G team come about in your head? You know? right, so do you want us to go like back to basics? Like, like let's, where... let's, hear the, let's hear the whole story. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so I when I was born, all right? <laughs> <laughs> no, That's no. another episode. <laughs> exactly. All right, so basically... They kind of summarized like earlier years like when i was like 14 15 16 i seen a lot of inspirational people and i was like yo i want to be like them i want it like i don't know it's just in me i think it's in everyone like, you watch mm-hmm. like an inspirational film you watch rocky or something and it gets you going and you're just like yo i want to be that guy and like that was in me from a younger age but i think what i done differently from a lot of people is that i put myself in that situation a lot more like i surrounded myself with people like, i remember literally just standing here like have my window open, just lean out for hours, listen to like motivational stuff. And like, it wasn't to get me hyped up for anything, but it's just because I was so curious about it. Like I just mm-hmm. found it really, really interesting. So I was just like kind of in that kind of zone for a while, just like, and then within, I think it was like sixth form time, I was like, all right, okay, this has got to go from just me thinking about it to actually doing something. So that's when I first started doing stuff. Like I first had my kind of, 
um, website then I was starting to try and like ask my teachers to do like different things um, and I was just putting myself out there a lot more trying to get more unco- more comfortable with the uncomfortable and then start of uni comes around get a whole ne- new level of independence and I'm just like All right, okay the world is what I want to make of it so yeah. I'm gonna take like I'm just gonna open my mind up to like every opportunity everything that I want to do and I just but basically tr- start trying to do a bunch of different things and through that I was like right, okay I love being able to help people and I was just like okay that's the main goal for me how can I help people how can I add value to people's lives how can I do something which is going to benefit the people around me and I just started doing that regularly and like I was like okay focus on it, research and learn about it again and again and again and just, like man patience is a huge thing because like it took time it took so long to get yeah. to this stage today but like just doing it repeatedly consistently all trying to improve getting through that I don't even know how but I've managed to inspire people around me to the point where you guys are like oh I want to be a part of what you're doing I want to be a part of something like this and it was never really like me going out and asking people like yo, I think you should join the G team, join me on my mission. It was like conversations that we'd have, whether it be through the podcast or just like late night conversations or just generally just being in the same kind of working environment with you guys. Like, it was just like, yo, I know that I want to be around these people more and these people want the same thing that I want. And hence the G team was born. <laughs> um, be sorry. I mean, yeah, that definitely makes sense in everything that you're saying. I remember literally from the, very first moment I met you and was it the, the startup lab in Loughborough. I hear this guy's talking about his podcast, this and that, it's like super inspirational stuff. I was like, yo, let's connect on LinkedIn, even though I was only trying to recruit for my society at the time and actors, um, which is still a part of. But yeah, it's like, as you said, just especially those late night convos. I remember me and you used to just was like, go home from the library cycle. We, we, we talk about general stuff, but then just before you go to your, your house, we, we go from like talking about cars and that'll be life purpose <laughs> you know, like, like instantly jump into to things like that but it's good you know just to see everything that you've done and, and the people that you inspired around you I mean it, it's definitely a lot you know and yeah how have you found managing all of these projects that you've done so I, I, I don't know if I'll be able to do this myself <laughs> <laughs> in terms of like time management and things like yeah. that yeah before I get to that, one thing that I do want to add as well is that with the G team, like for me, creating the G team is like I'm getting something huge out of it that I'm surrounding myself with people who are doing something similar and that I look up to. Like everyone in the G team has got skills and qualities that I'm just like, yo, I want to be more like that. I want that kind of thing. So the fact that it's a mutual relationship for both of us, that I get something out of it and you guys get to work on it and you get something out of it. Like for me, it's literally just like, I, I don't know, man. It just, it blows my mind the fact that I've got to this point where I can do something like this. But yeah, I just want to add that in. Um, in terms of time management, I don't know. I just, I just one, one key thing that I've realized is I don't do anything to perfection. I don't care about perfection. I do to completion. I'm just like, look, it just needs to be done. Just do it, just do it, just do it. And I think it's, it's a big mental barrier. Um, procrastination, I think, is a habit more than anything else. Um, people procrastinate because they don't know their full thoughts behind something and I, in first year I really focused on just being able to do something like being able to just do it when I like whether or not I want to do it, whether or not I feel like it so I was waking up super early I was doing cold showers I was like do like me even just speaking to people that I didn't want to speak to late night meetings everything I was like I was doing everything to make me feel as uncomfortable as possible because I was just like if I want to tap into being able to do things whenever I want to, I need to test myself with other things. And that's how I don't, I very, very, very rarely procrastinate. And that's how I can get a lot more done in my day. Uh, that's so cool, man. That's, that's, that's definitely something that I don't think I really tried to utilize fully until the start of my second year as well. That was when I was like, okay, you know what, let me just do stuff. As you said, it doesn't even have to be perfect. It's better to just, just, to get the ball rolling, you know. Um, but yeah, being around you has definitely helped that. How have you guys sort of found doing that? Because obviously, I suppose the processes have been different this year as well, whether that's your uni course or starting up projects. Have you found working around the restrictions and stuff this year? 
think it requires a lot of freestyling this year. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah, I don't know about you guys. Like, Ishka, what about you? How has it been, like, adapting um, specifically? I'd say, like, fresh out of the summer holidays, you know, just chilling every day. And then, boom, you have to organise all these different things. Your lectures are no longer in person. They're online. You have agree meetings, but they're also online. Like, how do you manage to sort of deal with all of that and cope with it? Yeah, I'd say it's been, it's been tough, with, especially even though, like, lectures online, like, it's kind of amazing. It's like, oh, I don't need to leave my room. Like, I can just, like, you know, it's relaxed. You can, like, get yourself a cup of tea, blankets, and, like, like pretend, it's, you know, just get yourself in, in the zone that way. But um, I definitely miss, um, like, when you have to wake up and go to a lecture and, like, that physical kind of process, it kind of usually it tricks your mind into feeling like you kind of give it you kind of give your lectures like more importance because you actually have to go there you have to listen mm-hmm. and I've been guilty like the first couple of weeks I'm like I'll just watch it later it's recorded and right now like the on-demand lectures I still need to catch up on the entire module because I've, I've just been ignoring it completely because it's not scheduled in the timetable um but so I guess I'm not the greatest person to go for advice, but um, I'd say, I think it's just, it's, it's at that point where it's, it's going to be week five soon and it's starting to hit that, oh, this is serious. We're going to have coursework deadlines soon, exams coming up. And I think it's trying to like make the most out of where you are. Like you obviously, it's harder to kind of go to study places and all of that very often. So it's like, how can you make your room into a better working environment? How can you break up your day so you don't feel like you're just constantly working or constantly doing one thing? And I think it's about um, trying to introduce like routines, like and being strict with yourself about them. So if you're gonna watch a lecture and then like have a break, like make sure you have a break. So whether it's like cooking food, doing laundry or just chilling, watching something, give yourself that like block of time and then do the next thing that you're meant to do, whether it's like making notes or, yeah. Yeah, I feel like, it's just like you're saying, although it it might feel like some things have been taken away from us, obviously there's some advantages that come with it. You don't have to spend so much time like traveling to and from campus. Like you spend a lot more time in the house, fair enough, like it would be nicer to be able to socialize easier, but it gives you that added comfort. And like you said, you can break up the day as you want to now. If you want to just go into town because you have a few, a few free hours, you don't have to worry about getting back all the way into campus. Like mm-hmm. there's so many things that it's given, even though like, you know, it's easy for us to just look at the downsides. But I'd say like, regardless of what situation you find yourself in, you got to find out what the good things are and just try and like maximize them as much as possible. Like, and obviously you do have to pay some de- some like attention to detail when it comes to the bad parts, but I think it could be a lot worse. That's, that's my main thinking. That's my mentality. I'm trying to like maintain that sort of attitude and I'm just going to segue into a question. See what I did there. This attitude. All right. Let's go. Talk about attitudes. Now, let's talk about gratitude, because I think that gratitude is one of the key factors in terms of, like, motivation. So I'm going to just ask G now, what would you say the best phase in your life was so far? Best phase in my life? Yeah, and, like, why are you grateful for that? Maybe, Maybe it might not have been great at the time, but you're grateful for it now. And it was just like the best phase because of growth, for example. I don't know. Okay. So honestly, I'd say it was yesterday. Like, oh, <laughs> mate, yesterday, for people that don't know, it was my 21st birthday. And like, man, I literally, it, it just felt like everything I was doing, all the work that I was putting in, everything like, ah, oh, it all just kind of came together. And it was like the perfect day. The, like, I got so many nice messages so many positive vibes like the people were all so like I don't know man. I just it was it was so unexpected like I was expecting like a good day but I was genuinely overwhelmed with like such nice messages like I literally still haven't even replied to so many people because like it's just people were just so nice I, and I don't know man like I've literally been living on a cloud since like I just 
like I, I'm just in a completely different space and it's like I think the reason why it was such a big thing as well is because it was something that I had worked towards like it wasn't just like oh people like you or you do good things it's like being positive isn't easy you know like it's not easy just to like go out and do difficult things and like always be there for people it's difficult and that's why when I got the reward of like people's like appreciation it, it meant a lot and yeah man like I think I never really appreciated people as much as I do until like until yesterday like I've, I've always appreciated people and like hopefully you guys see that as well like when I just like through conversations and things but I never like thought people are primary focus in my life you know like and like obviously it's like yeah people but it's like it wasn't like to the extent that it was yesterday like, like whoa people <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> it's crazy like man that was it and i was just like i don't know man it's just it's just next level stuff and like i'm just but like i said like my, my mind hasn't even been in anything i've been doing because i've just been thinking about grinning, it like, still <laughs> like it's just everything's just so good like and I'm just like grateful for everything. Like I spend time to reflect on where I am. And like, I'm happy with the people that are around me. I'm happy with how much I've done. I'm happy with my mindset, my work ethic. I'm happy with like where I'm going in the future. Like everything about like, my life, I'm genuinely just so happy and grateful for. So like yesterday was like to like really appreciate it. I, it was just the best day of my life, I'd say. You say it was just like, it was everything just coming together. Like mm-hmm. seeing everything that you'd, you'd had like since you, you know, you'd mentioned when you were 14, 15, in your room watching those motivational videos and, like, to be able to start, like, doing a similar type of thing and, like, seeing the effect it's having on people, obviously, like, you're doing it in your own way to, like, spread what you want, like, you're spreading your love, that you're receiving it back. And it was just the culmination of that on your 21st birthday. And, yeah, I hear that. That's really great. That's really great. Just, like, having the... Having moments to appreciate like lots of time that has gone into doing something. I think that's just always great. Mm. Um, I'm gonna flip it now, one more time. So we're talking about the best moments. Ishka, something to you. Any regrets? Any regrets? Yeah, and this is something that like, I don't know if there's anyone listening in like maybe you could say, oh, this is something that I did that might not have wanted to do, and they can sort of like learn from that. Yeah, um, I guess regrets. I would say is, I feel especially especially kind of in uni in in the beginning, like in first year, I don't think I took advantage of like all the opportunities that were there, mm. um, and basically. I don't know, I'd say, like, I would regret sometimes not, like, challenging myself or, like, pushing pushing myself because um, sometimes with, with kind of, like, if you have, like, a bit of social anxiety about things, you can, you just sort of see the short-term goal and you see, like, like where your comfort zone is. So, say you wanted to go to an event, you wanted to join the society thing, talk to these people, you, in your mind, you tell yourself, Oh, I'm gonna make a fool of myself and like you know you just see that short-term comfort but then if you push yourself some of those interactions aren't gonna go well but some of them are and um I feel like I've like some of like my like friends I've made like it's because I like I pushed myself and I'd say in terms of like anyone listening um sort of I guess always try and challenge yourself like this is I think I think it's like a common thing you can relate with. Like even if you don't want to do things, sometimes there will be like a good opportunity that will come out of it eventually. So um, like you may not always have the best interactions, but some of them are going to be so good and they're going to lead to like amazing things. And um, I definitely say through uh, kind of through like an act over the past two years that kind of really helped me sort of break out of my comfort zone in different things. And um, yeah, I'd say just keep pushing yourself you <laughs> don't want it all the time but yeah. try everything mm-hmm. I feel that's a song <laughs> like Disney movie or something I might be wrong 
<laughs> definitely not going to sing it though. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely with you. Like, there's so much available to you. Really. It's crazy. I, the, the reason, oh my gosh, just the people. <laughs> oh, man, like, I can't believe all the amazing people that I've met. Like, obviously, you guys, like, everyone else in the G team, of course, mates. Just all about, and it's like you said, you just have to push, push yourself out of your country, comfort zone. And like once you're there, that's when you know there's all those opportunities for growth. Hmm. Yeah, definitely with you. And I've got like a kind of question for mm-hmm. you guys. Is like anyone can take this as well. Because I think one thing that is really overlooked is like seeing the person that you are, and not limiting yourself to staying as that person. So like mm-hmm. I might see myself as like oh. I'm not very good at talking to new people. And the more times I have that conversation in my head, and I've talked to Peter about this as well before, like, I, I, I don't know, like, how to talk to new people. Like, I, I find it difficult. I find it awkward. And in my mind, I'm a person, like, I've become that person that finds it difficult to talk to new people. So how do you go about challenging that mindset? Is it, like, that can be for anything as well. Like, oh, I'm a person that doesn't like talking to new people. I don't like trying new things. I don't like sport. I don't like eating healthy. Like, whatever it is, like, h- how do you change the way that you see yourself? And do you know what I mean? For me, I mean, this is probably quite simple. It's, a, it's funny as well, because this topic that you're talking about, I was, I was reading about on a book, um, was it Atomic Habits by James Clear? Obviously, that book's all about changing habits, building healthy habits. And it, it comes from one of the biggest points in that book is just talking about yourself differently. So let's say in your case, saying that you find it hard to talk to uh, new people, right? Saying you don't like it, but it's rather than that, just defining yourself as, it sounds weird, but as a person who enjoys speaking to new people, sure, you can find it uncomfortable, but it's something that you enjoy, right? And the more that you focus on thinking that that's something that you want to do, that's something that you enjoy, it's, it's more likely that you'll basically trick your mind into redefining your own personality, if that makes sense. It's literally like speaking, kind of like positive affirmations, you know, but doing it day to day. Um, or it could be anything as well, like even healthy eating, right? Rather than saying that, oh, you don't eat unhealthy anymore, switching it by saying, oh, I'm a healthy eater. You know, so it's like changing your identity behind that. It's kind of, I wouldn't say it's faking it till you make it. It's like understanding where you are now, but knowing that you have the capabilities to become what it is that you want to do, you know? Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's just by practice and repetition, I suppose. And knowing that that's okay. And it will come eventually the more that you practice it. I, I completely agree with you as well. There's so, there's so much power in like just breaking free of that mindset where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, this is who I am. And I'm always going to be this way. I think it's really useful to obviously have that self-awareness like you're talking about, Peter. So this is where I'm at now and then this is where I want to be. So like having a goal like of not just the future, I think that's a bit too vague. Too vague. I think, okay, I'd like to be this person and just envisioning <laughs> that person. Like, I don't know, maybe for example, like you were saying, G, like I want to be someone who's good at talking to people, like first interactions. Or maybe I want to be someone who's good at playing piano. I don't know. Like someone who's just like random, random things. It's like, okay, if I want to be this kind of person, how do I get there? So then you break it down into like smaller goals. And like, it's always helpful to write down these goals because then you can just come back to them. And also you can kind of see your progress. And once they're breaking down into, broken down into smaller goals, it won't seem as daunting. Like you might feel beforehand that you know I'll never be able to be good at speaking to people. Like, but if you break it down, like the first thing could just be like, okay, maybe this week, everywhere I go, let me see. I have to, I have to say, I have to put a disclaimer: no more than a group of six. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not outside Every, your household. <laughs> everywhere that you go, you have to be on Zoom. But yeah, just challenging yourself to like, okay, I'm gonna like put myself out there. I'm gonna go and speak to this person I've never spoken to before. And you know, it might not go perfectly well, but that's a part of the learning process. 
and you sort of just build on that. Like it's it's also really important to remember at the start you're never going to be perfect. You're never going to be like amazing. Like going through that part where you're not you're not like that good. You know you, you're not you've not reached the levels that you wanted to reach. Um, you have to go through there to get to the person that you want to be and to get to that place. So it's important to like remain you know persevering like through that. Yeah, cool. sure. I think I think a lot of the time we forget as well. Obviously, when we're on social media and everything, and we see all these people who have already quote unquote made it, um, you know, living their, their best lives or being multimillionaires or being amazing public speakers, we forget that these guys have all started from some place as well. They had to learn what they were doing from most likely from scratch as well. It's just the point of obviously those those tough times aren't highlighted online, you know, unless you speak to people in person I think that's something that um I've had to learn as well is to stop comparing myself in a negative way and rather take it as an inspiration when I'm doing comparison my positive and healthy comparison if that makes sense you know is that not feeling discouraged but rather encouraged by how people made it through their journey to get to where they are and the fact that that could be me too you know yeah. It's definitely easier said than done, that's for sure. Yeah, so like we only ever get to see the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. We only get to see like the struggle that the guys have gone through like to get to where they want to be. Definitely. And I was gonna say kind of like as a question, um where do you think the negative comparison initially stems from? Because it's easy to think like, oh, if someone's doing well you'll mm. wish them well and you'll think, oh, wow, that's great. But w- at which point in your mind do you think it crosses where you're like, hmm, instead of being positive about this, I'm going to take this like personally and I'm going to be negative about it, you know? Like, where does that come from? What, for, what do you think? I think it comes from, like, you kind of put other people that you see on social media or wherever, like, on a pedestal. Like, you think they're at, like, a search certain like level above you but the reality is it's like it's like what you're saying like they've also been like most likely they've been through a struggle to get there as well and if you kind of even though it it, like that kind of the content around struggle maybe isn't really um, always available on social media I think just being aware of this person has probably like worked hard to get where they are now and it's it's not and it's something that is replicable so what 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 we're seeing now is is something that they worked hard for and it's it's trying to get yourself in the mindset that I could do that as well rather than just saying oh if they're born with that I can never get that talent or whatever it is yeah uh I mean for myself I was call myself out and just say straight up it was it was just jealousy you know um especially I think during times when you're feeling quite down and your self-esteem is low. It's, it's easy to see these people who are doing better than you and, and actually feeling a bit better. If I'm, if I'm being specific, it's about, say, during my job search for placement, obviously I have a placement now, but during that job search, it was, uh, it was a difficult period where obviously you're getting projections left, right, and center every single week, right? It has this toll on your confidence and your self-esteem. And then when you see, I never thought like LinkedIn would be a place where, I'd have some negative comparison, but, but it's, you've seen people who's like starting new jobs every single week, all these mm. cool places. And it's like, why, why is that, why is that not me? You know, mm. it's like, oh, do I not have the capabilities to do this? Do I not have the right attributes, whatever it is. Right. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a negative place to be. Um, mm. And that's something that I eventually got out of once I, you know, as you were saying, Ishika, I recognize that these people too had their own struggles. You know, they worked just as hard, if not harder than me, to get to where they are, and rather than being bitter about it, rather than um, trying to feel sorry for myself, like actually taking a step further instead of just working on myself, focusing on myself, knowing that I'm on my own journey and knowing that I'll get to where I need to be eventually. Um, and yeah, even I even... So I messaged some of these people too instead and I asked them for advice and that was a much more positive thing when you start opening up positive conversations with these people that gets you out of that rut of damn so I'm not achieving anything that I wanted 
whilst everyone around me is, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely something that I probably never experienced until the lockdown. So it was a new experience for me to sort of feel those negative feelings. But the fact that I managed to get out of it is something that I'm pretty happy about. <laughs> yeah, probably like stronger for it as well. Yeah. I think one thing that like with the G team and things like that, that I try to make sure of as well is like, man, I really, really, really don't see myself as talented in any way, shape or form. I don't think there's anything that I was like born with that made me good at anything. Like it's literally just being like, if you, if you go through my Instagram, there's like posts that have like one or two likes and it's like, I, I could delete them. Cause I'd be like, Oh no, I want to look like, Oh no, you know, like this is a good page. It's been going yeah. well. Like I know, and a lot of people do this. Like I see people hiding posts on their own feed and things like that because they don't want it to look a certain way or whatever. But like the reason why, like I don't even want to say it sometimes because I don't want bring, to bring attention to it. So they go and like like those posts. But <laughs> like <laughs> I want it to be so that people can see, look, this guy was literally like, sometimes just people weren't even reacting to his posts. Like he wasn't getting anything for it. And like he was still doing it regularly. And that's like he, he's went from just uploading things by himself with no support, with no one like getting involved with it to now having a team and a, even like a, a team of helpers as well. Like basically two teams of people who were there. Like it, it is the tip of the iceberg that like a lot of people see and like, I can never do that. And I never want people to like think that way about me as well. Mm. So it's something that I try to do like as much as possible because I hate the comparison of seeing someone who's really successful and just being like, Oh, why do they have it? Why don't I have it? Because it's so normal. It's so yeah. normal just to think that way. So I just want to make sure that people don't think that way about me. Because there's nothing special. There's no talent. That every everyone else in the G team has something that is better than me. They've got some sort of talent. They've got something that they can use much better than I can use it. And like, I genuinely believe that. But it's just about I think the amount of work and dedication you're ready to put into something. Like it just buys into everyone, like what you're saying there. It's not necessarily that, like, everyone's no, I wouldn't agree with you at all. Like, that, like that everyone's better than you. Nah, I'd say, nah, every, that, no, no, like, everyone's I, got their stuff, and then it's like when you bring everyone together, like, because they're different, it just like comes together. And you, you know, some, something that you're you might be weaker at, someone else might be stronger at, and like, you just kind of iron out all of the creases, and you know, at the end of the day, you got a really nice shirt. <laughs> no, I get I get what you mean, but like I, I genuinely don't think that like oh I, if any of you guys put in the amount of work that I put in, you guys would be in a much better position. You know what I mean? Like I, I personally genuinely believe that. And it's got nothing to do with like anything other than like I just see other people as like, oh, you'd be better at this. Like the podcast, this podcast that we're doing now. I think it's going to do much better than the podcast that I've been doing. I just believe that. I just believe it. Like, I don't, (laughs) you know, and it's not that I lack self-confidence. Like I'm very confident in my own ability and things like that. And if I lack confidence, that would spread to you guys. And you'd be like, oh, like he doesn't even believe in himself. Why should we believe in him? I have confidence in who I am and what I'm doing. I just don't believe that there's anything significant that I've done that other people can't do as well. That's fair enough. I mean, I, I suppose you can flip that question by saying that anything that anyone ever does can be achieved by any human being, you know? So, so long as um, obviously people will have a natural talent and affinity for different things. The, it's like, as you said, it's like hard work typically trumps everything. You know, hard work will always trump talent. Um, it's just a case of if people want to put their mind to it, you know, I, I like to believe that you can achieve everything that you wanted to, to achieve so long as you're physically and mentally capable. Um, but yeah, that hard work is, is, is something that not a lot of people have. I know myself as well. So sometimes I, I struggle to keep that up and, and it's only because I, I say having a really, really strong hard work ethic is a talent in itself. You know what I mean? Because I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, it's like I don't know many people I like you, G, in terms of being so disciplined and being able to avoid procrastination that much. I would say that's a that's a that's a rare talent, at least for me. Yeah. 
you know? I think it's a rare skill, but I don't think it's a talent, you know? <laughs> Guys, you're getting into the terminology. <laughs> no, for real, for real. Because like, I feel like anyone, like, there's, there's no... That, the, the blueprints for me to be a hard worker is literally just being comfortable with suffering. That's it. There's no fancy <laughs> stuff about it. There isn't like, oh, you have to do this. You guys all know specifically and you you have done it many times as well like you have done it uh, you guys are very very humble and it's difficult to be humble right it's difficult when someone compliments you to like be like not big-headed about it or to th- think certain ways about people but you do it it's not easy it's not what your mind often defaults to but you do because you know it's good and you know it's right and it's the same thing for hard work with me when i know okay yeah i should do this i just do it it's not whether i feel like it. it's not whether it's 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 an embodiment of a few different things. Self-talk, affirmations is a big thing, big part of it. The, my perspective, my gratitude, it all links into my hard work. But I get like, I never wanted to be like, oh, I, man, you guys can all do the hours that I do. You can work harder than I work. You can, I, there's, there's no barrier to it. That's what I like about hard work. There is no, oh, can you sing or can't you sing? No, it's not like that. It's like, can you embrace harder. suffering? That's it. Very deep. <laughs> very deep. That's, that's a very interesting perspective. It's, it's not something that I don't think I've heard that take on it ever before. But it's like, uh, in that case, it's like, how do you train your sort of mental capacity to endure all the suffering and see through to the other side? Do you feel like it's just like practice? The more the more you put on, and the more you're training, kind of like how well willpower's a battery the same thing for your mental capacity is that the way you see it hmm. so I, th- I think it's like a muscle like if you don't train yeah. the muscle it's not going to get better if yeah. you over train the muscle it's not going to be good for the muscle it's a balance mm-hmm. of a few good things like like obviously if you train the muscles you need diet you need sleep you need regular exercise the right weights different types of training and it's the same thing for this like like i said like i was getting up at 5 a.m not because my uni degree needed it to but it was because my mindset for us to not procrastinate needed it. Does that make sense? So like, it wasn't like, oh, I needed to be a certain way for an activity. It was like, my mind is so ready to do anything to get out of suffering. And that's how your brains are naturally programmed. You're born with that programming because that's what helps you survive. Like if someone punches you, you're going to try and block it. You're going to flinch. You're going to be like, oh, that hurts. And you're going to try and get, get away from it. Right. But if you can understand that if you let that person punch you over and over again, you're going to get stronger from it. It's going to toughen you up. It's going to thicken your skin. That's what it's about. And when you understand that, like the longer the metals in the fire, like the stronger it gets, like, come on, Olu, you should know this. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Then that, that's what it is. Like, it's just like, okay, how long can you last? How long can you deal with something? And just repeatedly doing that. But, I must strongly, strongly emphasize the importance of self-care when you're doing this. Like the conversations going in my head were very healthy conversations, I think. Like it was good stuff. I was being positive about myself. I was taking care of my physical needs. Like, like okay, yeah, maybe I wasn't sleeping as much as I needed to, but I was sleeping enough, if that makes sense. I wasn't eating what I wanted to eat, but I was eating enough. Like, I, do you know what I mean? Like it's super important that you take care of yourself, but there is also the side of embracing that suffering, you know? So like a cold shower isn't going to kill you, but it is going to make you mentally tougher. Things like that. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I never really thought about it that way. Like, I, I think with me, I usually always think about it. It's like you're doing something for something. Hmm. But this is literally just like, you know, like you said, it's not for uni. It's not so you can, you know, get a certain time like doing a 5K. It's not like, you know what I'm trying to say? This is literally just, I know that having a certain level of mental toughness, a certain level of courage, you could say as well, is going to benefit me in every single aspect of my life. So I'm going to do things to strengthen that rather than I want to... Like, it's, like you said before, like, just do something just for another goal. It's always about the journey. And like, I think that's always an important message to take away. And I think that's what, what you're trying to say. Like, just yeah. the gradual 
progression um, of building that, that strength and that resistance and learning to embrace suffering so that you can like, achieve your potential. So, you know, link but, with- what, <laughs> exactly, exactly, GTMO. But you don't need to achieve your potential for yourself. Like you've got a great life, Ollie, right? The things that you have, the people around you, come on, I know it. Like you don't, you don't need to be anything more for yourself to be happy. The only yeah. reason why I would personally go through suffering is to benefit the other people that are around me. Like it doesn't make sense for me to do it for myself. Like I, I don't need anything else. I'm happy. I've got enough, you know? Like I don't need more money. I don't need more friends. I don't need, like I've got everything that I can need. So the reason why I'm doing it is because by going through that suffering, I can then provide better opportunities for the people around me. And I can't move it myself. Like, it might sound a bit silly. Doing something for myself, like, I don't feel anything from it. Like, when I get something back from someone else and someone else is like, oh, yeah, thanks so much for this. That's what motivates me. Like, I, I, do you know what I mean? Like, the conversation of me saying, oh, thanks, Grandma, you did a good job there. This was really good. Well done for this. It doesn't, I don't feel that much from it. But that's what I meant about yesterday being one of the best days ever. It was just, a, it was the people and that's what makes it for me. You know? It's real. Mm. Yeah, I definitely feel that. Um, nice one, nice one, nice one. Definitely gonna have to try and implement this. this mentality. Yeah, that's so. It's a very interesting take as well. Saying how obviously I do, I do get inspiration as well from doing nice things with people that I don't think to that extent. You know, it's, it's like I'm always like, okay, what can I do next to? help me achieve this and that because I'll be happy then. I think that's something I've had to learn as well. Is you know, it's like it's like not postponing happiness until I reach a certain goal. Because I that's kind of it puts a lot of pressure on yourself, you know, saying that I'll I'll be happy when I make this amount of money or when I have this job or this and that. But yeah, being happy with the process is something that yeah I've had to I've had to reflect on as well. And I know yeah, being grateful for what it is that I already have gratitude. I know we already talked about it, but it has been really, really important as well, especially during these times. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's that's such an interesting take, you know. So it's like, do you say you do these things just for the sake of perhaps like implementing discipline in your life as well then? Yeah, I mean, a lot of the time, like I'll exercise every day. Yeah. And I don't need to exercise every day, but I'll just do it because it's just like my way of saying you wake up like you have to do it. whether you like it or not life's gonna happen and like the other day i saw one of my close friends and um his grandma recently passed away and i saw someone else and he got diagnosed with ms and i was like yo like you don't get prepared for life like no one says this is about to happen it just happens and if you're not mentally tough for when these things happen then you're gonna crumble under the pressure and the people that this has happened to, they're mentally tough. And I know them because I know them well. And I've seen like the way that they approach things. And that's why I'm just like, yo, I need to be ready as well. Because when the pressure comes on, it's not about you in that moment as well. Like, mm-hmm. let's say someone passes away close. It's not you that you have to take care of. It's your entire family that you also have to take care of, you know? Mm-hmm. And are you strong enough to do that in that situation? And that's something that motivates me a lot. Like, am I going to be strong enough? when life punches me in the face. Yeah. I can't lie, that's something that I've even been thinking about. You know, I spoke, I spoke about, like, having gratitude. And I'm very grateful for the life I've had so far. Like, I've been so blessed to have not had that that fat punch in the face. Like, where you really feel it and knock you back. I've had minor ones, yeah, and I'll miss it. But I'm, I'm very much aware that at some point, you know, it's going to happen and I need to be ready for it. And I think, you know, the advice that you're giving in terms of how to prepare for that, like, is, it's really great. Like, that's going to, it's just something I've been thinking about. How can I, how can I make sure I'm ready? And obviously just having that mental toughness. I've just come up with a quote, sorry. And I need to say, or write it down or something. I'll write it down. Record it, it's recorded right here. All right, okay. (laughs) Let me just think if it makes sense first. All right, I think it does. All right. Gratitude is the boxing glove 
for when life punches you in the face. So uh, basically, what I mean by that is that life's going to punch you in the face regardless, all right? But if you have gratitude, that boxing glove is going to soften the blow for when you do get punched in the face, you know? And it's going to make it more manageable. It's going to make, yeah. going to make it easier to deal with. And that's, that's the way that I see it. Like, it's not going to stop the bad things from happening. It's going to make it easier to deal with. That's all. Yeah, that's not literally, because I would say, obviously, this year has been very, very tough for a lot of people. Uh, a lot of bad things have happened to a lot of people, but you're right. It's like, because when these things happen, this is so easy just to automatically go into such a negative mindset thinking, bro, it's not my life is so bad, you know? But then, yeah, it's like you said, just remembering everything that you're grateful for. Yeah, and does I, I know, honestly, like, not even, I mean, I say 2021, but like from now, it's, it's probably going to be like one of the most grateful periods of my life. I'm even more grateful now than ever before, you know, just because of all the things that I've been through as well uh, as of this year. But yeah, it has been, it's so weird, you know, I thought I thought I wouldn't develop as much because you're in lockdown thinking, oh, I'm not hungry, to me at home all day, I'm not going to learn anything, I'm not going to change, right? But a matter of fact, it's like I've had so much self-reflection, which I perhaps didn't have the time for back when I was in uni, obviously, being out every day, talking to new people, having conversations, doing projects, this and that. And it was, it was until I was at home for what, six months for quarantine and I'm still at home now for the coming year. So I had a lot of time by myself just to self-reflect. And at first it was very hard, I can't lie. So I'm, I never thought I'd be so uncomfortable inside my own head. I thought I was, I was fine, right? So I know who I am. I'm very self-aware. And all these people know who I am too. But uh, there's a lot of stuff for me to tackle, you know? So having your inner demons and everyone has it too. Um, yeah, gratitude has definitely played a big, big part in that. And it's helped me to progress out of where I was. So yeah, that's, a, that's such a sick quote. Like I'm, I'm remembering that too. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just curious, like, because of what you mentioned just then, like, I know, like, lockdown was a big shock for, I'd say, most people. Yeah. It changed a lot of things. Like, just quickly, I was wondering if you go around, share anything that you found was pretty helpful for you with coping with that change and, like, the shock of it and any new things that you found yourself doing that, you know, you continued and, like, benefited you. So, Ishka, there you go. Wait, so do you mean like the with the shock of like quarantine and stuff and like getting Yeah, like or it might have just been like just the fact there was a big change in life and then that allowed you to either take on new things or um you just for some reason because you're bored you tried something new and it, that's just continued now and it's like become a habit. Is there anything like that that you found? Yeah, no, I think I agree. It's been it's it's been a really good period for like it's for self-reflection because obviously at uni you'd, you'd just be so busy like every day and you'd, you'd never try and like stop to like think or like process like whatever's happening so with quarantine all that time to yourself you can um you can really think about things and but there's like there's a risk where like you need to be careful not to overthink as well so it's like kind of balance to um like what's healthy reflection and what's where you're just kind of I don't know maybe even like belittling yourself or like different things or mistakes you've done it's it's more it's kind of trying to think about how you can um, move past that what you can do um, later later in life and I think I um, I started um, like journaling a bit more but um, I but like in terms of like journaling, I started like. Have you guys heard of like audio journaling? I've yeah. not heard of it, but it sounds like. Yeah. What What do you do? So um, so audio journaling, you it's instead of like writing um, because when you're like writing like in a normal kind of like diary or journal, it's you're kind of you're faffing around like aesthetics and you're really thinking about like, oh, what, what sounds good? Like what's like the good first sentence? Like when I look back, like do would I want to read this? Um, but with, with audio journaling, it's kind of you give yourself a prompt and you're just having like a conversation with yourself. So you can just ask yourself like what what am I happy about? Um, like what like what am I happy about this year? What things um 
do I want to change? And like, just like these open-ended questions. And then you just sort of go on a rant or a tangent and then you can listen back and like, you can, it's, it's a nice way of like processing things. And especially if you feel like a lot of, t- a, lot, a lot of times, often we can feel like our, our problems and stuff. We don't want to share them with other people because we're like, oh, we don't want to like bring them down. We, we don't want to like upset anyone. But um, with this tool, it's quite kind of nice because you're still able to have that quality of like feeling like you're being listened, but you're especially and you're listening to yourself more. So you're just kind of raw emotion, um, just letting it all out. And I'd say um, that's been quite helpful for me. Definitely. Do a journaling. That sounds like the new way. Definitely can't. <laughs> It's something that I actually said I'd I'd always start doing. Um, but again, I I just I just haven't doing been doing it as much as I probably should have. But you know, it's because as you said, I probably use all, but I've I've never been the person who I like talking about my problems as much because people always used to come to me about their problems and I talked to talk them out with them. Right, I never thought that I'd be in a position where I'd need to talk about my problems to other people because as you said I didn't want to depress them with my depressing things too um but you know it is cool I've been talking to other people for for the first time um about this about these things and everything so yes it's definitely been an interesting journey as well but journaling just being more aware as well of who we are but yeah it's definitely been interesting time for self-reflection even this conversation now you know there's been a lot of things that i've learned from you guys and about myself just talking about all these things as well so yeah if there's anything to get this this deep like do you know what i mean so it's, I, 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 such a, I such a quick twist that i didn't yeah. even come. <laughs> but yeah if you guys if you two would have sort of any final message that you would want to give to listeners to get through this year or just in life in general I'd say don't be afraid to start small like, mm. and don't be afraid of what people are going to think. I, it, it sounds like bad when I say this, but you're going to be dead in 100 years and everyone that's judging you is going to be dead in 100 years. So just do whatever the hell you want. So mm. like, there's, there's nothing more to it than that. And it, as soon as you can get that in your head, you'll start to live a life that you're much happier with. And that for me is like a huge kind of thing where it's like, it just... It breaks the barrier of oh should i do it should i not should i try this should i not and it just means yeah screw it do it because there are no consequences really when you think about it when the biggest consequence is that you are going to be dead in 100 years so there's nothing else to it you know what you gotta do exactly. um i'd say um always just try and be trying to be like nice and like kind to yourself even when you feel like you've messed up big time or you feel like you failed on something you feel you've like upset someone else I think it's really important to rather than just start attacking yourself just like what if like a friend came to you with this exact situation you probably wouldn't go out and like roast them straight out you'd you'd try and listen you try and understand where they're coming from and it really applies to ourselves like our like our like self-talk it's all our we often don't even notice when we're being really negative about ourselves because it's just so ingrained in our mind and I think I just like just trying to be more self-aware when you catch yourself having like oh I can do that and like that kind of thought just like call yourself out and be like why do you think that of course you can like trying to um I guess try and be like your biggest cheerleader like it's really hard but just making an active effort to whenever you do like ha- you're having like negative thoughts about yourself just trying to actively change that and I think it will build up as a habit and you feel in a better place hopefully but lovely 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 well it's definitely been a pleasure I've been such an amazing time talking to you guys I don't even think I have these types of conversations with you guys enough anyways just even though we all know each other do you know what I mean so it's definitely been a change. Um, yeah, thank you very much for your time. Thank you for coming on, of course. Yeah, I hope you guys are listening have enjoyed that as well. I know we talked about a lot of different things. We were, I don't think I was even expecting to talk about these things. 
But yeah, that's uh just a bit about of what's to come, I guess. Um, on our next episode, we're looking to get our uh, other two members as well, Princess and Shannon, on the show, talking to them about what they're currently working on, how they're finding things as well. So please do stay tuned. Um, so I don't know right now for sure, but this podcast will probably be on every single platform out there for you guys to hit up, and that's something that we're working on soon. So yeah, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much, guys, for being on today. And yeah, I hope you guys all have a good day. Love, love, Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, love, 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 love. We'll see you very soon, or you'll hear us soon. <laughs> <laughs> love, love, love. All right.